Welcome to the Be the CEO of Your Life and Business podcast. I'm Laura Katina. And I'm Amy Mara. And we created this podcast out of our own struggles with the hope that we can help other women who are navigating one of the many different seasons we've been through. Whether you're running a business or dealing with the juggling act of your motherhood and your career, we are here to give you real tips and strategies to navigate it all. So let's dive into today's episode. This week, Laura and I are going to be diving into a topic that we love to talk about. We've talked about on many other occasions before, and it is the topic of committing to your wellness when your life is full. And the reason that I really love this topic and the reason it continues to show up is because no matter what season of life you're in, no matter what um, change in your business you might be experiencing or change in your family life or schedules, um, your life is always going to be full. And it doesn't necessarily mean that it is a bad thing. It doesn't mean that you're always going to have stressful situations, which we've also been really open and honest about those really stressful times and what we do to lean on you know, our healthy habits or our own wellness journeys. But you'll see there's a lot of themes that are similar, but we also think that it's important just to remember that like, even when things are going really good, but they're just really jam packed, you need to still commit to your wellness. And so today we want to kind of talk about what that looks like for us and how we try to accomplish that no matter what life throws at us or how full our plates are. Now, I love the statement your life, when your life is full. I never thought about it this way, to be honest, until I heard it recently. And I heard somebody say, it's not that you have anything bad going on. Like you're so busy, you're overwhelmed. It doesn't have to be something bad. It could just like, your life is just full. Like we are managing, raising our children, running our households, we have husbands, we we're we have a law firm that we're running, we have clients mm-hmm. to take care of, we have yeah. an employee that we're responsible for. So, and none of those are bad things, right? They're actually all really great things. And we're blessed to have all of these things going on, but our lives are very full, right? Yeah. So it's a lot on our plates. And in order to manage the fullness of our lives, we have to commit. Now, when we when we originally talked about what we were going to talk about today and this topic, we originally talked about committing to your health. And then we said, well, it's not even necessarily, ju- it's not just your health. Like it's not about any one thing. It's not about, you know, eating healthy or working out. It's really about your physical and mental and spiritual wellness, right? Yeah, agreed. It, yeah. And you have to keep you have to keep that like full umbrella in mind because we've seen this your mental health could suffer if you're focusing too much on your physical health or your spiritual health might suffer if you're not focusing enough on it. So it they kind of have to be taken in tandem. I don't really think that it's a smart way to try and separate them out, right? Yeah, no, you have to think of it under, like you said, all under one umbrella, but Mm -hmm. the one consistent thing under that umbrella is that you need to show up for yourself, right? So you are the constant (laughs) in that scenario. Like you have to show up for your physical health, your mental health and your spiritual well-being. Um, So, you know, can you give your analogy? 
because I just love it so much. So it's as so I sip funny. my coffee. Huh? <laughs> oh, out <laughs> of my a cup. cup, Laura, out yes. of a cup. So we've talked about this before, and one of my favorite phrases that has been one of my favorite phrases for probably like seven years, eight years now. And I read it once in personal development, and it is simply this: you cannot pour from an empty cup. You just can't. And there is so much wrapped into that, that like, if you sit and really think about it, you could say, well, I'm being selfish if I'm pouring my cup first, or I put my oxygen mask on first. Like you hear all of these analogies, but it's really true because how can you possibly think that you could show up for the rest of your life if you are not showing up for yourself first and being the best version of you. So the analogy that we talked about before we came on today was the idea that if you're like sitting down at a table and in front of you, you have a plate and you have a cup and your plate is full, you are ready to dive into it. Make sure that you are filling your cup up first and make sure that you are taking care of yourself before you tackle what is on the plate in front of you. Because like I said, you can't, you can't pour from an empty cup. You're never going to get the same results when you try to do that. And if you do get results, it's probably like a one-off. It's probably like good for you. You were very lucky, not sustainable. Because if you really pay attention to the themes in a lot of great thought leaders and successful entrepreneurs, there is a theme of like hustle, burnout, breakthrough. Right. And I think that there's a couple, I think maybe Jenna Kutcher talked about this. Ed Milet recently talked about this. There is a theme. And one of the most brilliant things that Jenna Kutcher talks about in her recent book, which we've talked about on this podcast is you don't necessarily have to reach the point of like knockdown burnout before you can reach your breakthrough. Like you can start to be really intuitive and really thoughtful about what the steps are that you're taking next so that you don't feel the ultimate exhaustion, which we have both felt in various degrees of our lives, our business, our careers. So if you are really being mindful about taking care of you first, committing to showing up for yourself in some way, even when you have a lot of things just going on, it's going to prove to be setting you up in a much more successful way to be much more successful in the long run. And this is where you really need to lean into your habits, right? Mm -hmm. So take, do a deep dive into like, what, what are you doing for yourself? What are your habits? And you, I think it was Jenna Kutcher talked recently about how she wanted to track her habits. So she just like Googled a simple habit tracker and she put it somewhere where she felt it was public. So it was in their kitchen where her husband could see it. And she was tracking simple things like, you know, did she take her vitamins? Did she get 20 minutes of movement in that day? So you can look at things that are relevant to your wellness. For me, what I would be tracking is, did I get my workout in that day? Did I eat all of the meals that I wanted to eat that day? Did I eat healthy that day? Did I drink enough water that day? Did I take some time to read something that's beneficial for me? Did I do a meditation? So these are all habits for me that are important to me that help me um, you know, commit to my, to my wellness. So I think that if you look at, look at your day and think about 
like your schedule and what you're doing like throughout your day? Do you have habits that support that full plate that you have? Like, are they supporting everything you need to do on a daily basis? What What are your thoughts right. on that? I agree. Most of my habits are actually very similar to yours as well. And the other thing I want to say too is I have been committing to getting up and away from my desk on every hour. Like I love that. Burchard suggests. That's amazing. I am not one of those people that where I could just like sit in my chair and meditate or take a minute or like bounce around or like, I think he says he does like a couple jumping jacks or he, you know, meditates yeah, for a little bit and me. takes a nap. I, no, not for no. me. <laughs> But it means like I physically remove myself from this space. I know we've talked about this before, but it's worth repeating because it still really works for me. I'm one of those people where I really do like to try and be as productive and efficient in my life. So if I'm working from home and I can get away from my desk, a break for me is actually to like go upstairs and throw the dishes from my lunch into yep. the dishwasher or fill up my cup of coffee or fill up my water bottle and then perhaps run to the front door and check to see if the mail came or something like that. And it's, the same goes with the office. When we're in the office, I literally need to get away from the desk in the office and I will go walk outside or I will go run an errand or I will do something that is just separating my brain from what's going on in my workday just so I can have like a little bit of a rejuvenation and I come back fresh. And that's um, a habit. That is a habit. That and is a habit that you have to develop. You have to develop it. You, and the way that I started developing this habit, and I would love for people to try it, is I set a timer. I have an Apple Watch. I wear my Apple Watch every single day. And I set a timer on my watch. Obviously, I'm not doing it this morning because we're recording this morning, but I will set a timer on my watch. And when we're done here, I will get up and move around. But otherwise, I set it for somewhere between 54 to minutes to an hour. And when that goes off, I have to get up from my desk. It buzzes, it vibrates, it tells me like, get up. Also on my Apple Watch, I use it as well. This is not an ad for an Apple Watch. I'm sure there are <laughs> other watches that do this. Yes. But there is a reminder, like you need to stand up and you need to move around. And I get that reminder during the day. And I really try to make it a goal. Like I try to achieve a 12 hour a day stand goal, although I'm normally at like 16 or 17 hours a day. But like, that's another habit that I have built for myself that just gives me that break and it refreshes me. And I could be in the middle of doing something. It could mean I have to push off a call for five minutes just to get a break, but I'm going to show up to that call or that meeting or that project and task as like a better version of myself than I was after focus for a complete hour. Right. And you know what? I'm going to talk about setting intentions in a second, but even like this morning before we started recording, so we're, you know, going away for a baseball tournament. And I have about 7,000 things I have to do today, including, yeah. which is one of the benefits from working from home, by the way, like you said, like you'll get up from your desk and it doesn't have to be like something formal, like you're sitting and doing a meditation or you're reading, you get up and you like clean the dishes <laughs> or yes. like this morning I got up for, I had something that I wanted to get done before we started recording this morning for work. So I got that done. I got up and I threw the clothes in the dryer. Like, 
I had thrown the laundry in this morning. And then after I was done doing what I needed to do, I got up from my chair and I threw the clothes in the dryer. So it can be like any kind of mental break, like just get up, put, you know, empty the dishwasher, do something that's like a mental break because you need that. And I could literally, if I don't set an alarm, like you do, I will sit at my, I could sit at my desk from nine to five and never get up. Right. And just keep working. Right. And I will look up at my watch and be like, oh my God, it's been two and a half hours. Right. And I have done nothing but work straight through that time. So I need something like that to remind myself. And that's a habit. The other thing is setting intentions. Like you talked about how you want to show up for a call. So when you take breaks, you can set an intention for what your next activity is going to be. So, you know, we are recording this podcast right now. I knew that I wanted to be like here mentally to record this podcast. So I set myself up mentally to take the break to then come upstairs to just focus on this. And that's part of wellness, isn't it? Absolutely. It It absolutely is. Yeah. That's part of wellness. Because if you're not if you're not setting up the intention and you're not getting your mindset right in order to like take on the next, next activity, you're not going to take on the next activity as the best self that you can possibly show up. And it's not going to be perfect. And it's, and it's supposed to be a practice, right? Like it's never going to be perfect, but you're going to make progress. And I'm sure that You know, it's like when we talk about setting aside time to break out into time management and to make sure that you have your days like scheduled as best as you can. That's a practice too, um, that you have to consistently show up for but it also will set up your day well. So anything that you can do for you, and it sounds so simple, but it's often overlooked because it is so simple, like setting up your day to take care of you first is going to undoubtedly propel your day in a better direction. It's actually funny. So this past weekend, I have an example to share this past weekend. I had family in my house basically all weekend, like in and out. We were doing a family project together. We were back and forth, like running around. And I had all of my nieces and nephews come over and they actually had a sleepover And I made sure, even though I was exhausted from how much work we were putting in the weekend, I made sure to get up at 5 a.m. on Sunday morning. And I grabbed my journals. I grabbed my book. I took that time for me because like, I can't even tell you, if you could stick me anywhere with a book, I will be okay. Like I could literally read and I will be totally fine and content. If it's on a beach or by water, I'm even more sad. Right. Yep. <laughs> but uh, I still got up and then I was like, you know what? I know it's going to be another long day. It's going to be super hot. It's been so hot lately. But I'm like, I'm going to go for a walk. I'm going to clear my head. I just needed time for me. And I came back so much more refreshed and so much more energized. It That's really a commitment. Carried. Yes. Right. Because, you know, you have late nights. The kids have been, you know, late with the, the sports and everything Ugh. like that. You have games until 10 o'clock at night. I'm fast asleep. Like, <laughs> I can't even imagine it. I'm not in that stage of my life yet. But it's a commitment to show up and make sure that you are showing up and, and following through on that promise that you make to yourself. But I will tell you, 
I felt a thousand percent better by doing so. And if I hadn't done it, I would not have felt so good. I just so, wouldn't have. So what are the things that you do to commit to your wellness? I am kind of obsessive, borderline, yeah, like fanatical, obsessive about finding quiet time to myself. I love my family. I love my kids. I love my husband. I want to spend every minute I can with them, except for the time that I need for myself. Yep. That's so good. Right? Like it is for so many people. It's like, oh, but my, my life is my kids. Mm, Not me. No, nope. Nope. You can have that perspective. But for me, like, or my life is my work. My work is my life. I, I, I have to spend every waking moment and I have to stress and worry about it. Mm, nope, not for me. I, I am really, really fanatical about, and my husband knows this too. If I don't get that time to myself during the day, it will totally veer this day, like off in an opposite direction that is not good and sideways. So that's my top tip is that no matter how guilty or selfish it might feel at first to carve out that time, or it might be really daunting to have to set the alarm for an hour earlier than you usually do, or stay up an hour later than the kids go to bed, really be intentional about carving out that time for yourself just to be time for yourself to fill your cup. Yeah. And I'm the same way. Like if I don't have my morning time, my morning routine, uh, the day is just not as good as it could have been. And so this is going to be important for me in the upcoming week because we'll be away for the baseball tournament and we'll be away for a full week. So I am going to have to find the time for me committing to my wellness means starting my day with time for me. Um, It's starting my day with time for me, but it's also being intentional about what I'm eating during the day, making sure I'm like sticking to my supplements and my meals, um, making sure I'm getting enough sleep and making sure I take some mental breaks throughout the day to maintain my energy. But it all starts with my me time in the morning. So over the next week, we're renting a house, so which is good. We won't be in a hotel, so I'll have like plenty of space. But, you know, I will need to find the time first thing in the morning. I'm bringing my book. Of course, I'll have my laptop because I'm sure I'll have to do work at some point, but I have my book that I'm reading. I'll have my laptop. I will certainly have my AirPods so I can listen to, I will continue to listen to my podcast and listen to the things that I like to listen to when I'm getting dressed. I need to, for me, uh, for my sanity and for my wellness, I need to stay consistent, even if I'm on vacation. It's almost more important when I'm on vacation and I'm out of my normal like working routine and stuff like that. Cause that tends to throw me off. Yeah. Um, but as long as I stick to my morning routine, that's what I will do. I have <laughs> laughing at me. I have my supplements packed. I have my vitamins ready. I Love have it. everything ready to take with me because I like, you have to know yourself and you have to do what's true to you. It doesn't matter what anybody else thinks about it. My family thinks I'm crazy, right? So yeah. it doesn't matter. I need that stuff to make sure that I'm taking care of myself even while I'm away. So that's what I do. And I don't care what anybody else thinks. (laughs) It's like, you think I'm crazy by taking this stuff. Just wait. If I didn't take this stuff. Yeah. You don't even want to know. I would become. 
<laughs> I mean, I totally agree with you. And I love it too. We have the luxury of being able to go down the shore and um, be at our family's shore house too when we go on vacation. And it is, you know, great. You're not like living out of a hotel room at all the time. And those vacations are awesome too. But it also kind of grounds me and makes me feel like I'm still in my routine. And that helps me thrive throughout the day. It, you call yeah. us creatures of habit, call us creatures of routine, but if it works for us, then it works for us. Yeah. So if we could leave you with one tip, you know, this is like such an important topic for us, but when your plate is, it is so full and you have so much going on, commit to your wellness, whatever that looks like for you. Like it doesn't have to be, um, what we do right? It doesn't have to be what we do. Make a routine. Think about the habits that you have, whether or not you need to change them and incorporate a routine for yourself. Because when you commit to your wellness, when your life is full, when you commit to your wellness on any day of the week, you will definitely feel much better. So we hope that these tips are helpful for you and we'll talk to you on the next episode. Thanks so much for tuning in. We thank you for spending time with us today and we'll talk to you on the next episode. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts and perhaps share it with someone that you think might benefit from today's episode. We'll see you next week.